Rockstar Games surprises absolutely no one, introducing a new monthly subscription service that will add perks, cosmetics, and in-game salary and more to the new Series SX, PS5, and PC versions of GTA Online for a price. And a new PlayStation Plus was announced. Is this the Game Pass competitor we were all hoping for? Find out right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Gaming News Weekly is back for another week of mega video game news. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single week bringing you the biggest news in the video game industry. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined by the man, Full Clip. What's going on, dude? How are you this week? Doing all right, man. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm very good. I'm very um, I'm very excited that it's... it's uh, it's almost the weekend, uh, oh, yeah. our time here at the at the time of this recording, um, because yeah, it's been a long week, man. I'm ready to just play some video games, chill out, drink some beers, oh, yeah. you know, all the good stuff. Yeah, um, well, you got the new Xbox to go through that entire Game Pass library with, right? Dude, I don't even know what to do. It's it's uh, I have anxiety about how much is available <laughs> there. So like, I don't even know. Like, what did I do? wait? The other day I was playing. Um, I started playing uh, Injustice 2 because there was a um, – so I think I've talked about it before. Like, they'll give you um, points to get, like, achievements in a certain game or play a certain game. So that was one of the games that was listed to, like, get an achievement in Injustice 2. And it gives you, like, 75 points to put towards anything. any Like, anything in the Microsoft Store or whatever. So I played that, and then I just kept playing it. And I – like, I played it a bunch. Then I was like – you know what? I'm in. I'm playing some fighting games, so I started playing Mortal Kombat 11, which which is on there. Um, I've been. I don't know. I've just been playing so much. I went back to unpacking. It's crazy on the big screen. I was oh. playing it on my phone oh. before. Yeah. Um, playing Death's Door. Uh, I played Tunic. Dude, there's just it's, there's so much. There's so much on there, man. Like I and I downloaded um, Halo. I was about to get into that because um, watched the first episode of the show Halo. Did you watch that? No, not yet. Dude, it's good. I'm not even I don't know anything about Halo and I was I loved it. So I immediately after that show, I downloaded the game. Haven't started it yet. Um I was kinda I don't know if I should like I was like, do I start at the beginning of the collection and like hmm. work my I don't think I have yeah. time for that. I don't know. Like the first one is definitely worth playing just to set just to see how everybody experienced this franchise coming in. I think should they I have start the remastered there? versions. That's up to you. It'd be a good place to start. I think Infinite would be a pretty cool place to start anyway, though. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Maybe if the... I don't know how long the campaign is. Maybe if it's under, like, eight hours, I could, like, run through it real fast or something in the first one. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, dude, I've been playing a lot of games. And then Tiny Tina's I've been playing. More Elden Ring. I've been, it was a busy nice. video game week. What about you? You been doing anything? I had the absolute opposite. I played a little bit of Satisfactory. Um, got into... Call of Duty Vanguard, they have this new mode, which seems like sort of a strange spinoff of Warzone that has, like, smaller teams, and you have a big map, and you have a lot of objectives to go do. I, I wasn't that into it, but uh, I'll, I'll probably go back and try that out some more. But otherwise, okay. yeah, it wasn't a big weekend gaming for me, because I, uh, I ordered a new 3D printer, 
and I've been trying oh. to get that set up and tuned in and everything. Nice. Up, you're upgrading? Well, just adding another to the fleet. Well, very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I don't know nothing about those. Um, I always uh, think they're cool. You can make anything. What do you make with yours? Right now, the reason I bought this one is it can take two lines of uh, plastic at once, so you can work with two different colors. You can mm. make it stop printing one color at a certain level and print another. So I'm making some uh, themed coasters and things like that to throw up on Etsy. That's awesome. Real cool. All right. Very cool. Enough about us. Let's get into video game nonsense. Um, let's talk about the new releases from this past week. First up, Crusader Kings 3. Uh, we talked about this uh, recently. We went we went over it a little bit. Maybe it was announced. But uh, I just want to mention, this is out now. came out March 29th on uh, PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. It's been out since 2020 on PC. But I just want to mention it because it is one of the best-reviewed um, like strategy RPGs that there has ever been. Um, fans of this genre know that this you know this game this crusader kings 3 is like you know it's 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 heavenly now i'm not a strategy rpg guy but i was reading about this and it sounds really cool i mean you're basically so it's set in the middle ages and you are just creating a dynasty for for your family by ruling uh going to war like just tons of stuff like when if when you die you you know, your heirs take over and you just go for hundreds of years playing the, these games. So um, it's a, a really cool idea if, if people are into that. Um, but yeah, it's it's the console versions are like um, getting great reviews, almost, nice. uh, you know, high 80s on Metacritic, I believe. So definitely Crusader Kings 3 had to mention that. Another one uh, coming out, this one, the opposite. It's been out on console, now coming to PC. Death Stranding Director's Cut uh, out on PC March 30th. Now, this is, um, you know, this is the this is the game, Death Stranding. I think it was 2019 it came out, Hideo Kojima's masterpiece. Have you ever played this? I haven't. Nah, me neither, dude. It looks weird. It looks yeah, real it weird. It looks like it could be really fun because people who yeah. do play it uh, have it. a lot of good stuff to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. So um, this one, it's got it's the director's cut. It's got new missions, uh, new delivery buddies, new weapons, and there's a strange new Mario Kart like racing game added onto it. You know, very yeah. Kojima esque in in the uh, add ons for this. So um, what I've heard is that it doesn't like if you've played through it, uh, it's not adding too much in in that but you know a little bit so yeah people that are new to this can can carry boxes and walk through swamps or whatever they yeah. do in that game yeah ign has a really good breakdown video that i watched with like the 13 biggest changes with this mm. director's cut and it's pretty nice the most upsetting one really is that they took out monster energy i remember if you i don't know if you remember like when this game first came out it had so much product placement for monster energy it Did was it like really? 1950s tv show that's hilarious no i don't remember that yeah. at all they've just swapped the skins now it is like bridge energy or something generic oh uh, okay all right um next up moss book two for the playstation vr came out march 31st now this is uh, a sequel to moss and uh I, I i played moss it's a great 
VR platformer. One of the best games on that system if you're into the platforming. You play as like a little tiny mouse uh, and you go through and you, you, you do mouse stuff. But like you adventure through the world. Uh, this one, it's got new enemies, lush and industrial new areas and um, new weapons. Yeah, it's it just seems like more of the same, which is a good thing because uh, I know Moss is considered to be one of the best PlayStation VR games that are that are available. So definitely, if you've got a, a VR, check that one out. And then last up for new releases, Weird West came out March thirty first for PS four, Xbox One, and PC uh, available on the next gen consoles through backwards compatibility. But this is a top down action role playing game that is like set in a like a, a Western world, but it's got like fantasy and magical stuff as well. I know we talked about it when it was announced. We were like, this sounds really cool. Um, have you looked up more of it? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen well, a little bit of the gameplay. It, well, how do you feel about it? Is this, well, does it intrigue you? I was on the fence before and I mm -hmm. think I find myself there still. I'll have to see like what some longer term reviews look like, but if it's on game pass, I'd probably check it out. Yeah, I may check it out too. These type of games um, are a little daunting, so it's like um, it's got simulation elements to it as well. In that, like um, you know, everything in the game you could pick up, and it's all destructible, and like you know, wood and cloth sets fire, so you have to be careful not to like put those two near each other. It's like, and everything, all your actions in the game are permanent. So when you respawn. To restart and it's all like still the way you left it hmm. um so that idea terrifies me you know that i do something mess it up after like playing a whole bunch and there's also a permadeath mode if you're if you're hardcore like that and you want to like play uh that way but um definitely the idea sounds cool that it's like a horror fantasy western you you play as these uh different bounty hunters and um yeah it, it just it's it sounds interesting but it might be a little too too much for me, man. So I'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll add it to my list on Game Pass with the other uh, 100 games that are that are oh, on yeah. there. Yeah, same here. All right. Well, that's it for our major releases from last week. Let's move on. Let's talk about our news of the week. First major news for this week, E3 has officially been canceled. We uh, we talked about it a few months ago that it was the in-person event was canceled and it was moved to being a digital-only event. Since then, we didn't hear much about really anything. You know, it was just, uh, they just said, well, it's just going to be digital this year. And then that was it. And now we've heard that it is officially canceled. Um, it came out by uh, one of the, the people at Razor, tweeted um that they heard from e3 that is no longer happening and then later that day e3 did follow up um and they said this we will devote all our energy and resources to delivering a revitalized physical and digital e3 experience next summer whether enjoyed from the show floor or your favorite devices the 2023 showcase will bring the community media, and industry back together in an all-new format and interactive experience. We look forward to pre presenting E3 to fans around the world live from Los Angeles in 2023. So, basically, they canceled it just to, 
you know, they want to, st they're going to start over. They're just going to start from scratch, re refocus on the, the, the event coming up. And I think that's a good idea. Um, since it was canceled and since they moved to digital, there hasn't been, you know, much buzz about it or, or anything. And it doesn't help that a lot of these companies now just do their own, they just do their own things. So, yeah. We talked about that not that long ago, like that a lot of them seem to be pulling out of the big conglomerate mm -hmm. shows and they just do their own directs at their own pace. Yeah, especially when it's just these showcases. It's one thing like so now E3, it's a trade show. It's intended for, you know, people in the business to go there and, you know, mingle and, and work on partnerships with other things. When you can't do that, it kind of takes away, you know, some of the necessity of going there and doing it in person. So, um, you know what this means for E3. I, I hope that it, it, they, you know, can, can create, use this to create something that is, um, remarkable again, because previous E3s since, um, PlayStation stopped, stopped doing their showcase. Um, and, uh, who else? It was like EA, I think, or maybe 2k. One of those stopped doing a thing there. Um, so yeah, hopefully they could all come together and, and make something really worth checking out. I mean, I always loved it. Even, you know, it was, it was always something I looked forward to, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for that again. Uh, I would like it to stay relevant and, you know, mean something in the, in the video game world. Um, but this year, I mean, will other companies still do showcases you think around the same period of time? Do you think they had plans to like, that'll yeah, be interesting. That's a to good see. question. You know, I mean, if they're they're part of their focus of like doing their own thing and, and not going to E3 is probably so that you don't have like your competition overshadowing your news or yeah. so much news that people don't pay attention to your thing. So strategically, I could see them trying to space it out a little bit from everybody mm -hmm. else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right. That would make sense. All right. Next up, the a new PlayStation Plus was announced Project Spartacus finally was revealed um, to some disappointment, uh, but let's talk, let's talk deets. So uh, came out and what it is, it's a more of a, a, a refocusing on what PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now are going to be. Not so much the, the Game Pass competitor that everybody was hoping for. So this is, this is what, uh, what the situation is. There's going to be three tiers. PlayStation Plus Essential. Now that is. Provides the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members. Are getting today. Such as two monthly downloadable games. Exclusive discounts. Cloud storage for saved games. Online multiplayer access. And there are no changes for existing PlayStation Plus members. In this tier. Now this. the um, I'm just going to read off the, the US pricing. And you know. You guys can figure it out. Uh, $10 a month, $25 quarterly, or $60 a year for this. So that's the same. I think that's the same as PlayStation Plus is right now. Next up, PlayStation Plus Extra is the next tier up. That provides all the benefits from the previous tier. Plus, now it adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog, and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. So now this is basically like you've got your PlayStation Plus and your PlayStation Now combined. 
and the pricing on this one, $15 a month, $40 quarterly, or $100 annually. And then third tier, PlayStation Plus Premium. You get all the benefits from the essential and extra tiers. And then it adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming and a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations, and offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers. Um, now that's that has some asterisks where, you know, people can you do cloud uh, uh, gaming. So they do also say that if, like, you're in an area of the country or whatever where cloud gaming is not available, there are different pricing brackets for that as well. Uh, and then they also offer time-limited game trials uh, offered in that tier. So you could try select games before they buy them. That so, part was interesting. Is that like a demo, you think? Basically, yeah. I think that they've been doing those a lot with, um, not a lot. You see, I'm seeing them more and more. Where you know you'll it'll give you like a couple hours of the game and and you're if you yeah. want it you could buy it then your progress carries over and you basically just keep playing you know so but what were your thoughts I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on on those announcements I got more to talk yeah. about regarding uh, the specifics but yeah what were your immediate yeah. thoughts um, you know as far as like the retro gaming that's my biggest interest because it seems to be way more focused on that at that highest tier. Mm -hmm. uh, being able to play like the really old classics it's it's hard to really know just yet how to feel about that because it's such a big mix of these big questions that the gaming community has to talk about and argue about all the time like yes em we want a legal um way to do emulation and this is one of those ways but at the same time this is 100 percent like digital you don't own anything. You can't just keep the ROM in a folder and play it anytime you want. Mm -hmm. You can pay $120 a year, and if you stop paying at the end of that year, you own nothing. Yeah. So problems and problem fixes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, I, it's, now for me, I've moved, like just recently, I've moved on from wanting to own everything and to being able to, like, I don't know, I've just like gotten where like I have so much stuff that I... Um, like specifically like DVDs, dude, I have a whole case of like Blu-rays and DVDs and like, I will sit there staring at a movie that I want to watch like across the room and I don't get up and go put it in the DVD player. I will go and I will find like a stream of it, like somewhere, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, so in that way, yeah, I've moved uh, past that, but um, let me just read a little bit more of what uh, the announcement uh, said. This is from the PlayStation blog. Um, said the new extra and premium tiers represent a major evolution for PlayStation Plus. With these tiers, our key focus to, is to ensure that the hundreds of games we offer will include the best quality content that sets us apart. At launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. We're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. More details to come on the games we'll have on our new PlayStation Plus service. So that to me is the biggest question. Now, 
they said, you know, 400 titles that we're going to offer on there. And then they list a bunch of great PS5 titles. So right there, okay, you, you piqued my interest with those. But I want to know more about the titles. I want to see like a list. I want to know what those 400 titles are. Are they going to be the ones that are just, you know, currently available on PlayStation now? I'm assuming the majority of them um, will be what's available now. But when they announced it, like, you know, Miles Morales, Returnal, both fairly new games, um, both games that I'm I'm interested in are coming to that um, that tier. That's what piqued my interest. But I want to know more about the other ones. And then I also want to know more about on the premium tier. Give me an idea of what some of these classic games are going to be. You know, like that's I think when I'm going to pay more attention to this. Like the announcement yeah. was great, but like first of all, it's not a it's not a Game Pass killer it's not a game pass competitor and that for that reason being you're not getting day one games on this and playstation they already said they already said that they can't do that the the market isn't viable enough for them to have pay so much into these studios to create this game and then just offer it for you know through the subscription service that they want to continue to use the you know their high budgets to create fantastic games um, and then put them out there at a premium price. So um, I can I can understand that. I I still question whether or not Microsoft's Game Pass is going to be viable going forward. You yeah. know when when does that price change, or when does yeah. the quality of those games come down? Because yeah, it's, it's going to be hard insane. for them to keep going with the same steam that they've had. Right. But I mean, that's how you do it, I guess. Is you come out of the gate uh, just blaring. And, they haven't and let up for sure, yeah. man. Every I mean, we talk about it twice a month. The new games coming out, and even like even though not every month they're coming out with AAA titles to it, they're putting all these day one releases, all these day one indie game releases right on there, right. and it's like you know immediately you're you're checking them out. So that's another you know it doesn't as far as the the PlayStation Plus service. Like, are we getting any day one games on there? I mean, right now with the PlayStation Plus, occasionally. They'll offer, like, you know, a, a day one game like they did it at, with PlayStation 5 Bugsnacks, Destruction Arena or whatever that game was called, Destruction All-Stars. Um, those both came out on PlayStation Plus for free when it came out. So it does happen, but not to the regularity that the Game Pass is, is churning them out. So, um, you know, that's that's the one thing I think that's setting them apart. But, um, yeah, uh, a little bit more. They also said, as this is a massive launch effort, we're rolling out the new PlayStation Plus offering in a phased regional approach. In the June timeframe, we'll begin with an initial launch in several markets in Asia, followed by North America, Europe, and the rest of the world where PlayStation Plus is offered. We aim to have the most PlayStation Network territories live with our new PlayStation Plus game subscription service by the end of the first half of 2022. We, we also plan to expand our cloud streaming benefit to additional markets and will provide more details at a later date so yeah it's not far off yeah it'll be interesting yeah yeah now um if it's just so you have a playstation 4 yeah you are you a subscriber to playstation plus now it i just let it run out because i'm playing more pc than the ps4 gotcha okay yeah, so for me, I will all like just for the multiplayer alone, I'm paying for the service. You know? Yeah. 
Um, and it's crazy, the pricing. Like, they offer it for for just for the basic tier, $10 a month or $60 for the year. You're, if you yeah. bought a monthly thing, you'd be, you're paying double. doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, right off the bat, I mean, I'm already paying. So I, I subscribe to PlayStation Now. Uh, I subscribe to PlayStation Plus. I think those are each 60, 60 something. So that's 120 bucks. So right there, I'm at PS Plus extra territory. 100 bucks for the year. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, you know, for yeah. to get these games. Especially if I'm going to be getting uh, Miles Morales, which I was planning on buying, Death Stranding, and Returnal, all three games that I'm uh, very interested in checking out. So, um, but for me, the PlayStation Plus Premium, I. The nostalgia that comes with these classic titles, I I always like. I'll go check out a catalog of these games and I'll look at it. I'm like, oh man, I gotta check this game out. I play it for like a minute and I'm like, eh, you can't go back for me, you yeah. know. I know you you're you're a fan and you you like to to check out those, but yeah, I don't even know what games I would play. What games would you go back and play on the PlayStation? Oh. Like PlayStation, I'm not so sure about. There's there are some that would like really strike my interest, like uh, the ones that were on the demo discs back in the day. The ones oh, I yeah. kind of grew up on, mm-hmm. uh, Cool Borders, Parappa the Rapper, um, a lot yeah. of them. But then like the PS2 was sort of the golden era. I feel mm-hmm. like so there are a ton of games I'd love to go back and play. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, excited to hear more about this as far as some more uh, details and games that are coming. So. I'm sure with it being um, coming out in June, we'll we'll get more of that real soon. All right, and while we're talking about this uh, topic, let's talk about the new PlayStation Plus games for April. So this month, PlayStation Plus is getting Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. That's uh, for PS4 and PS5. As an online multiplayer title where rival gangs compete in daring heists to hit the wealthy where it hurts. Uh, I haven't heard great things about this game at all. I've heard uh, terrible things about this game. So uh, I will probably not be checking that out. I've never um, heard of it in the first place, so I don't know which is worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated for PS4. Uh, this is a platformer uh, with SpongeBob. You got Patrick, Sandy. What more do you need, right? Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Slay the Spire for PS4. This is a, um, a fantasy deck builder. Uh, it's like a card game, roguelike combination. Uh, and I absolutely recommend this game. It's one of my favorite games. Uh, I have it for uh, the Nintendo Switch. I have it on my phone. It's an awesome game. I absolutely love it. Uh, and now I'll have it on the PS4. So... Nice. That's a great one. And then it is also the last chance to download March's games. You've got until Monday, um, which would be the day you're watching this, uh, April 4th, to add Ark Survival Evolved, Team Sonic Racing, and Ghost Runner, as well as Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Um, and then also Persona 5 is leaving the PlayStation Plus collection. That's leaving May 11th. So uh, get that before it's too late. All right, let's keep. Let's just keep talking about Sony. This will be a quick one because I know everybody's getting sick of PlayStation talk. You know, this is not PlayStation News Weekly, um, but Knack is back. I know there's a lot of Knack fans out there. Um, 
<laughs> now, if you're unfamiliar with what Knack is, it would it was a, a it's like a platformer game for that came out uh, made by Sony Studios, and it's uh, it was critically uh, beaten to a pulp, but it, it had a cult following. People loved Knack more so. Knack two, Knack two, it kind of fixed itself. But uh, have you ever played Knack? No, this isn't what I saw, so I had to do a little digging on this. Really? Pretty much came up with what you said. Yeah, cult following, a lot Mm -hmm. of people just like mercilessly rib it, but uh, other people love it. Yeah, so I played it, and I didn't think it was bad. It was, um, I thought it was fine. It was a, um, uh, uh, so the first one was a, maybe it was the second one. One of them was, came out with the the console. It was a, a launch game. And, I think um, Knack 1 might have done that for PS4. Knack 1? Okay, for PS4. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And it was like, everybody was hyped because it's going to be, it was more like a, um, you know, showing you the capabilities of the PS4 with all these different, so Knack is like this creature that like, he has like all these things stuck to him and then when he gets hit, he falls apart. So it's showing that like all these little pieces on the screen. The gameplay sucks though. Knack 2, the gameplay was much better. The idea uh, was much better. But that being said, um... This is all just speculation based on a trademark filing. So, who knows? We could be getting excited for Knack 3 for nothing. But, I would like to see, like, even though it was, like, not very good, I would like to see a Knack on the PlayStation. Because, with, um, when I played Ratchet and Clank, dude, like, all, when there were so many things on the screen, it, like, handled them amazingly. So, I think, like, Knack on the PlayStation 5 on this new hardware, I think it would be really cool just to, like, create like um a character with all these uh all these things on them nice yeah they probably should wait a couple years because that's something that happens with every every console your launch titles always end up looking very very bad compared to uh sort of the late era of that Mm -hmm. console because those developers have to learn to develop for that console what they can do how they can make it look better yep absolutely yeah so yeah we'll see could knack be back only time will tell. All right, next up, GTA Online is launching a new subscription service called GTA Plus. Now, this uh, started March 29th, and um, basically what it is, it's a uh, monthly subscription plan, $5.99 a month, and um, this is the announcement. Being a GTA Plus member gets you a recurring monthly uh, $500,000 direct deposit to your May's bank account, plus the opportunity to claim properties in and around Los Santos that unlock gameplay updates you may have missed out on. Special vehicle upgrades, member-only discounts, GTA money, and RP bonuses, and more each month. Uh, now, this is only available to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S and X players, uh, with no word on if the service will come to the previous generations or PC. You, you signing up? I don't think so. I haven't played that in, in a little while. Now, I'd still like to play GTA Online, but I'm not going to give them like a subscription-based... Uh, are you familiar with the shark cards for this game? No. It's just, you know, it's a, their digital currency. You buy a shark card for five bucks and you'll get that $500,000. So this to me seems like a way for them to guarantee you're going to buy a shark card a month and you're going to get a few extra perks for doing it. Gotcha. Dude, this game makes so much money. 
I can't believe that they're offering a subscription. And I mean, I, I guess I can believe it. Now, there's Fortnite and Fallout are two other games that have subscription services. So now GTA is, is the next one to do it. And I guess, you know, if you're playing this game, six bucks a month. It's not much. It's pretty cheap just to get that uh, uh, in-game currency. A bunch of, like, so there was another list of, like, what it added for this month. And I don't know, understand any of these things that it says. But um, I guess it, like, just opens up places. The auto shop in La Mesa. Um, you can now relocate there. No cost. And there's it waives a car meet membership fee. Like, all this stuff, I'm like, dude, I don't know. But people that are in this game are probably, like, yeah. psyched. Like, yes, I get to upgrade my yacht to the Aquarius Super Yacht at no additional cost. Yeah. Dude, hundreds of hours in this game, and most of this is still gibberish to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You get a selection of free paints and emblems for the auto shop. There's a the Gusset Frog Tee and Broker Prolapse Basketball Top are automatically added to your wardrobe. So, it's just, I don't know. Hopefully this gets some certain people excited. Not me, but I haven't played the game, so, you know. Yeah, but you do get free access to it on PS5, right? It's true, it's true. I could uh, get in there and get my frog tea and my uh, <laughs> yacht, yacht rock pass. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, so if this this if this becomes a thing, these subscription services for games, so we got the battle pass for games, which... You know, I I like the idea of a battle pass. It's, it gives me something to like work towards. You know, I, I always get it. I, I get it every time they have it for for um, Rocket League. My wife gets it every time they have it for Smite. Whether or not we complete it is another thing. But it's just it's fun, something to work towards. You get some cool items. Um, but now you're just paying. You're just paying for the items right off the bat. You're not. You don't. You no know, no work involved. But yeah. what game would you want? Would you pay for a subscription? service for mm. is there any i don't know i've been bouncing around games so much lately i don't know yeah. if there's one in particular that i really want to like sign up to give monthly to yeah me neither dude i haven't um especially with like the amount of like so i've been playing a lot of Elden ring and the amount of content that is directly in that game like Dude, I'll be playing that forever with no subscription needed. So oh, yeah. that's how they should be making these games. Stop making me pay for extra stuff. But that being said, yeah, I'm not really playing any games where um, I could see that. I haven't, I haven't played Call of Duty in a while. Uh, I'm surprised that they don't have some sort of a subscription service for their games, you know? Hmm. But wouldn't be a bad idea on their part. Just pick out like a premium skin pack or something yeah. per month. Every month, just throwing skin at your and like or like um some double XP tokens and stuff that you're getting every month. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I I wouldn't be uh, surprised if that's uh, coming real soon. But yeah. um yeah yeah, it's uh, interesting stuff. Everything's going to the way of subscription services. Next up, Bandai Namco going all in on Gundam. Are you excited? I know this is your uh I am your for thing. once. I know yeah. like two weeks ago we talked about a Gundam game and I was like, eh. But this time I am excited. Yeah, so they're they're making a huge investment. What was the dollar amount? Uh uh 130 million. 130 million to um create a Gundam metaverse that's uh, you know, 
surrounds anime, video games, figures, models, like just basically everything. Um, and they're, you know, they, they think it's this is it. This is where this is Gundam's big break. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what Gundam is. It's like a, it's like a robot. I know that. But well, what what makes it a Gundam? Gundam are are certain ones of these robots in the show. Uh, so not every robot in the show is a Gundam, mm. but they're all mobile suits. Uh, but people don't even care so much. They'll collect uh, the models and things of both. People have their favorites of the good guys and the bad guys. Um, so yeah, this is this is really interesting because there is an anime that's a little bit meta. Not to you know overuse that work. Um, there's there's this meta anime series called Gundam uh, Build Fighters, and there's like two other spinoffs of that. But it takes a step back, where in this universe, Gundam exists as a show, and everybody builds the little model kits. And there's a lot of uh, people in the community who make these models in real life who say that the show only exists as a commercial for these models. And it might be true, because they're talking about in this metaverse, you're going to be able to purchase the models, get them shipped to your house, and when you build these models, uh, you'll be able to scan them into the game, add some data to them, and you'll then be able to fight other people's models, like in this uh, this anime series that they had. That's pretty cool. I like that idea. Now, question: This anime series is about building models. Like, what is the what is the content of the show? Um, it's. I'd say that it, it's almost like a Yu-Gi-Oh style thing. If you ever watch that, okay. where it turns into this competition, and they're like. I mean, there are real-world competitions for people building these models. They just don't, like, scan them in and fight with them. So this, uh, But, yeah. The cartoon or the anime, it's, like, shows people building their Gundams, and then they, like, make them, they make them big, and then they fight them? Yeah. Something like it, that? Just kind of, like, just these plastic particles. I don't know. There's a whole, uh, there's a whole explanation they give I'm for intrigued. it. I'm intrigued. To I'm, make I'm, them into, like, holograms or something. Is this on anything? Is it on, like, Netflix or anything? Um... I don't remember where I watched that one. I think it was just YouTube. All right. I'm going to check it out. I, I got to see what this is all about. I like the idea of it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you're uh, you're going all in, dude. You, you're going to be... Um, yeah. I will Gundam. be able to report day one, probably, when this comes out. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, I want to see what this is all about. I Like uh, like I said, uh, uh, I like the, the Gundam idea. I've never... I have no familiarity with them, other than I think they're really cool to look at. Um, the, um, but my fingers are too fat to do the models and, um, I don't, uh, know how to read books backwards, so I can't read the, uh, the mangas. Oh yeah. Well, if this comes out in like some sort of VR format, it would just seem, it seems really cool to like get in the cockpit of a Gundam and that, have that all the weapons, sweet. especially one that you build, you know, if you yeah. build it and then like can get inside of it and like. Dude, that's it's a really great idea. I look forward to seeing what the heck this even means, dude. I read this article like three times, no clue. Yeah. All right, and last up, we got to talk about a brand new game that was announced. Ooh yeah, Macho Man. That's what that was my impression. What'd you think? Pretty good. Yeah. Snap into the Slim Jim. Yeah, um, brother. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, this is a game. It's called uh, uh, Macho. Macho, um, not Macho. I think it's just Macho, which would make sense because it's a match three game, but it's also a first person shooter. What? Mind yeah. blown, right? I I had to like figure out what in the world that meant. Did you watch the trailer? 
Yeah. It looks amazing. So now I'm a, I love Match 3 games. Uh, and I really enjoy first-person shooters. This game, dude, I still don't know. Like, So you have you play this guy, Max, and he has these powers, these energy powers. And there's like this alien invasion or robots or whatever. And you have to like shoot them, it seems, in like a three. Like you have to hit like yellow, yellow, yellow in order for it to do like some sort of a power. I don't know, man. But like yeah. um, the story sounded actually decent. Um, I don't know if I just went in with such low expectations and that came out very pleasantly surprised after watching this trailer but i'm all in yeah it's it's not like candy crush at all which is kind of what i was thinking yes but Uh, how do you do that first person shooter right it's more like skeet shooting or something i'd say looks like these things are flying up in the air at you and you just have to shoot them out three at a time with the like matching colors absolutely yeah kind of seems like uh i don't know like a an on-rails shooter type thing but it is um you know, you run around and you do parkour and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a Unreal Engine uh, powered game. Comes out for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series S and X sometime in the future. All right, that's it for our news. You got anything to add? Nope. We did it. We went through a whole nother, whole nother week of quality video game news. Now. When this airs, I hope, not barring any uh, issues, Fruit Lab should be back up, right? Yes. So that's Hopefully. exciting. So if um, you know if, if you're watching this or listening to it on somewhere other than Fruit Lab, uh, Fruit Lab is this amazing um, video game. I mean, it's not just video games, but it's mainly video games. Uh, content uh, service where you could go watch videos, you could post videos, and you could earn money. Um, so definitely go check it out. It's switching to a, a cryptocurrency. It's all happening. It's super exciting. Um, but, and if you are watching this on Fruit Lab, what up, bitches? We need it back, man. I, I'm withering over here. Me too, man. I haven't created anything. Yeah, no, me too. And I, I like, I'll pop into like juice every once in a while, like, uh, and see if there's anybody in there. And then I like, no one's there. It's always just want to be yeah. a hero. And I just leave. I don't say anything. <laughs> I, I had a dream that it came back. I had a dream that really? I like was on my phone and, and looked and I saw we got a little notification that popped up. And yeah. It's like, oh, we're back online. I'm excited. I'm very excited to see see what uh, what it's all about. But yeah, two weeks, man. That was a it's a long downtime. Yeah. Um. All right. Definitely check us out on Fruit Lab. Um. I'm Erock the Red over there. This guy's full clip. Um. You could also take a look at our uh, YouTube channel. Pop Culture Playground is where you'll you'll find all our uh, uh, this plus another podcast that I do, a bunch of uh, movie stuff. And then you could watch him on Twitch every once in a while out there doing his thing. Uh, full clip underscore FL. Or just listen to us on any podcast service where you listen to podcasts. We're there. I guarantee it. If we're not there, send me a postcard. And I'll put us on there. Oh, yeah. We'll send you a CD of the show. Exactly, yes. We'll put it on a CD or cassette. Oh, yeah. Your choice. Uh, we'll mail it to you monthly. No extra charge. <laughs> All right. That's it. We're done. Let's get out of here. Thank you so much for watching another week's worth of sweet video game news. We will see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly.